Ready? Ready, set, and go. This podcast is brought to you by Keep Pulling, an Olympic weightlifting resource based in Tampa, Florida, that specializes in the sport of Olympic weightlifting through coaching and training, community events, remote coaching, and much more. And Lifting Life, a Florida-based company providing photography services by weightlifters for weightlifters, capturing platform lifting sequences and videos, personal photo packages, prints, posters, and more. Capture the moment at Lifting Life. And now, it's time for the show. All right, welcome to episode four of the Keep Pulling Podcast. The podcast all about the sport of Olympic weightlifting, as you so lovingly know and listen to already. Uh, we are your hosts. I am Patrick Costello. And I am Andy Blada. And today we're going to be talking a little bit about weightlifting shoes and what is the best shoe on the market, what is the worst shoe on the market, and much more about that kind of that kind of thing. So stay tuned. Uh, but first of all, what's, what's new on the, the lifting life front? Golly, uh, Ryan's working on version 3.0 of the site. Yeah. Making progress. We're full-blown prints and posters and plosives. <laughs> <laughs> if that's what a plosive is that that you hear. Nice. <laughs> uh, gee, yeah, I'm printing like crazy. We're, well, I can do up to 42 inches on the short edge. That's the biggest one we're offering. Wow. Soon. I think it's, I don't know if it's implemented the site yet, but yeah. big posters, big things coming. Stay tuned. <laughs> well, I've seen that printer and that thing is gigantic. Yeah. So the videos is going well. I got everything backed up. Uh, it was probably four meets or so, maybe mm-hmm. five down with videos. Yeah. I think it's just been a game changer. Uh, I'm about to switch over all the video cameras to the lighter version of the Z-Cam E2C. So, wait. Well, you- the Z-Cam that I have is called the manufacturer's Z-Cam. Okay. They make the E2. It does 4K at 120 frames a second. Well, more than that, like 200, 180 frames or something. Yeah, so ultra, ultra slow. Yeah, it's pretty ridiculous for what I'm using it for. Right. Just 1080 <laughs> at 60. But it's all there was that could do the networking Yeah, what I wanted. Now they have a version that's light. It's uh, less than half the price. Just does 1080p at 60 and a little bit of 4K, which is perfect. Is it physically smaller too? Same size. Same, oh, okay, same okay, okay. everything. Yeah. Just, and it's power <laughs> over Ethernet. No more power cables I can run it. Oh, with nice. the same cable that's already going to it. Yeah, less cables, the better. because <laughs> Less weight that it carries. Yeah, true. What else? Uh, I got a meet coming up. What are you doing? Masters next week? Yep. Masters open. Howard Cohen open in Seattle, Washington State. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, about the furthest I could possibly go for a meet inside the United States. Yeah, other than Alaska, if you ever continental went up United that States. way. Well, continental. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> or Hawaii. Or Hawaii. Yep. Maybe Greenland. If we're Wait, so when does that <laughs> that start? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think I put it on my calendar. Oh, yeah, That's the 14th. Week. Yeah, it's four days. Yeah. Now, here's the interesting about that. It was going to be two platforms. Fine. I'm going to be live streaming it, too. Nice. Videos, photos, and live stream for four days and soon you need to start DJing these things you <laughs> got enough equipment yeah. <laughs> speaking of DJing <laughs> right DJ just press play coming at you Monday Veterans Day <laughs> debut at the Ward for Warriors hosted by our team RWB yes. Red White and Blue team Red White and Blue I am so pumped to be <sighs> I don't even have words for it I'm so excited <laughs> to be doing this yeah to I'm play do. music for hundreds of people run the PA uh, I got a new wireless mic so that for the, all the uh, talking yep. and stuff. For all the MC. Yeah. 
the guy that's like, and 10 more seconds, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> Clocks. It's a 22-minute workout. Wow. But all they're doing announce or speeches and stuff beforehand. Oh, nice. Okay. I think Jennifer Yingling is doing like a check presentation, yeah. and some kind of commencement speech. Yeah, I'm going to try my best to make it out there. Because is it an all-day thing? What time no, does it start? No, it's from 5 to 10. Oh, 5 so it's in the afternoon. Okay. 5 o'clock, the first hour... <clears throat> just from what I can tell, I'm not an expert on this, but it looks right. like the first hour, hour and a half is presentations, introductions, and then multiple heats of the workout. Mm-hmm. And then it said from eight to 10 is going to be an after party. Nice food and beer. Well, all right. Provided by Yingling. Yes. That's, that's another reason I want to go out there. It's one of my favorite beers, even though it's commercially made. And so what? Yeah, I know it's, it's, good. it's delicious. I know there's a huge, a huge movement for the craft beer mm-hmm. thing lately. And I don't know enough about beer to get, <laughs> way down that rabbit hole but well, yingling's delicious to me <laughs> i like it it's yeah one of my go-tos this podcast around. is not sponsored by yingling but it should <laughs> yet be. <laughs> <laughs> um well great yeah that sounds awesome yeah we just we we just had a meet up here the uh, last weekend at cigar city crossfit at one of our locations here in tampa bay um well, I, mean, uh, I mean, you were there doing the DJ. Yeah, I think I counted in the photo, what, 40, 50 people? Yeah, at least. Yeah, I haven't gone through it. I usually go through the group photo and count them all, but I have not done that yet. But luckily, we did it before anyone left. Like, when everyone yes. first got there, I was like, no, before you lift your weights, we are taking a photo. <laughs> this will be documented, damn it. <laughs> so, but no, it was a good time. a lot of people. I was really yeah. surprised. Yeah, I mean, it was not only like our normal community meetup, but also we looped in the USF weightlifting group. Yes, that's right. Um, and they had a, a brief meeting, um, which was which was very cool. So it was nice to see everyone together. And I saw a little beginner class action. Yeah, that's that was the biggest it's ever been. Like we've had people who had never done them before, but usually it's like a handful, maybe five total. Uh, but when Stacy got there, I was like, okay, so who hasn't done it? And two people raised their hands. And then as the class started, or as the group started separating, it started becoming like two, four, six, eight. And it's just, I think there was like <laughs> at least 50, probably 10 to 15 who hadn't done it before, which is cool. So uh, they set up right in front of the speakers too. <coughs> no, so no. I was like, oh, <laughs> sorry guys. You might not hear instructions. Like project. <laughs> Speaking of microphones. <laughs> Poor Stacy's yelling at the top of her lungs. No, I, I can see the guy right in front of the speakers just like, huh? I'm just, just going to do what they're doing. I don't Put know. my hands where? <laughs> like we're doing snatches yeah. yeah that was a blast yeah those are always fun i and think that might be we may do one in december awesome uh, i don't know because with we gotta do it while the weather's good yeah i know but with well one i'm <laughs> so we got salt lake city which we'll talk about upcoming events but we'll be in salt lake city the first week of december mm-hmm. following weekend is open and then the next one is kind of christmas it's a weekend before christmas and then the weekend after and then the weekend after that i'm getting married so whoop it's going to be a, like we're like, yeah, it'll slow down in November. But now it's like we're going all over the place. Or no, it's really like slowing down like a stop sign. Yeah, exactly. But I'll be at your wedding with a oh, camera yes. in hand. Yes. Best photos on the market. Best photographer on the market. <laughs> I don't show them a lot. Right. Is the thing. Yeah. I don't post them all the time. Maybe one or two of a cat. Yeah. Uh, for everybody who's <laughs> been to our meet or any... USA Weightlifting Meet, you probably noticed we used to have on Lifting Life an extras album, Mm. and we still do. Uh, The only problem is by the time I get home (laughs) and there's another 2,000 photos staring at me to get sorted and maybe touched up, I'm like, I just don't want to do it. After 30-something hours, 40 hours in a weekend, I've had about enough. So I got like at least six to eight meets Mm -hmm. worth of photos just sitting there. Like extras? 
Oh, wow. Like, really, really good photos, too, to just throw out. Yeah. I, I'm almost done with the ones from uh, the last meet, which was in San Diego. San Diego. San Diego. Saint Diego. So do, you, do you you edit those a little bit, like mm-hmm. crop out? and okay, yeah, if okay. It's, I don't like crooked photos, <coughs> so I'll uh, adjust the rotation. Yeah, yeah. If it's a little dark, I'll brighten it up. Yeah. And I'll it's a little bright. We'll darken it up. We'll not add vignette. <laughs> yeah, not at all. Oh, we'll for another podcast, Weightlifting Photography 101. <laughs> How do you take appropriate photos? Yep. Uh, Let the camera do the work, guys. But yeah, there's a, there's a lot going on. There's always seems to be a lot going on, but we're trying to stay on top of everything. And it usually, usually works out great. So, yeah. but We're always putting our best effort forward. Absolutely. Because we know you guys are. Yep. No one's going to a meet and be like, I'm just doing 80%. <laughs> yeah, we're just we're just going to put 80% of the weights out and 80% of the warm-up out and 80% of our effort. <laughs> now, the only people that do that and go out there and power everything are the people that are winning with their first lift. Right. So they're right. allowed to do that. Yeah, which <laughs> Allie Fleming did that at state championships last year. It was a power and all competition. <laughs> That's right. I remember <laughs> but it was that. great because we forced her first her first lift with, with when Ariel was going. I was like, I mean, if we take second to Allie, that's cool. <laughs> of course, she's <laughs> a international competitor. So we yeah, could. she did go to university, uh, international. Yeah, the word university worlds. Yeah. Worlds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. So. Uh, <laughs> Along the lines of everything else going on, uh, I am dealing with a little bit of an allergy situation. So if you hear me ducking and covering from my microphone to get a cough out or two, that's why. (laughs) So apologies. Um, But yeah, like I said, we're going to talk about weightlifting shoes today. A lot of people always ask, what what shoe should I get? It's my first pair. It's my second pair. What do you think is the best? So we're going to dive into not every shoe, but the ones that we see most often being used what on the market, I guess you could say, um, some of the most popular shoes. But before we get into that, just make sure you follow us on social media. We are at Keep Pulling on Instagram, uh, at Lifting Life on Instagram, and Keep Pulling on Facebook. And Facebook, you, you guys have a Facebook page, yeah, Lifting Life? Yeah, I don't manage that. Though. Okay. Uh, but you can find previous episodes of this podcast on our website, keeppulling.com. Uh, just find the KP podcast so, uh, menu selection on the top menu bar. Uh, and if you like what you hear, drop us a review on iTunes. But yeah, we hope you enjoy what we have in store for you today. So the question is, what is the best weightlifting shoe on the market? I mean, we have, we have our opinions um, based on what we have tried and seen, but We'll, we'll try to maybe reserve those to the end. I don't know. Yeah. Good luck. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're, <laughs> we're, you're going to hear some of our opinions come through on these on these reviews here. But um, but what we did is basically we listed out uh, how many shoes do we have here? Looks like oh, looks like eight shoes more total. Than you bargain for. Oh yeah. So we we got them listed here on a on a on a sheet that we're going to go through. We did have a call for some online reviews from people. I put it up on our Instagram page and kind of texted some oh, folks yeah. that I know. Uh, so we did get some uh, objective, non-objective. How do we'll you say go through it? them regardless. Yeah. So thank you everyone First who Amendment submitted. Yeah, so thank you for everyone who submitted a review. We'll, we'll give you a quick shout out and, and read through each review briefly, but we have them separated out by shoe. Uh, so I guess any, anything, anything before we get started? Or yeah. Okay. You're new to weightlifting. What <laughs> shoe should you get? Whatever you can afford. Even if it's free, try out the ones at the bowling. You know how like a bowling alley gives you shoes to, mm-hmm. just so you can get a feel for it? Right. They, baseline, they all do the same thing. They give you a little extra heel height, a lot more stability than uh, 
your Nike Zero, uh, whatever you're wearing. Yeah, the, the Matt, Converse. Matt Cons or Flat Converse is uh, popular, especially with people coming from powerlifting. Yeah. Um, definitely do not lift barefoot. No way. Um, but, yeah, the, I think that any kind of weightlifting shoe would be better than any kind of sneaker, yes. hands down. It's like just like we say with the other sport, like why should I buy a wheelchair? Well, if you're playing football, would you buy cleats? Yeah. Uh, yeah, you would. Yes. <laughs> you definitely wear cleats because that's a shoe for the sport. Right. Or and if it, you're going to a, going to a formal event and you're wearing a suit, you would not wear Asics. You'd wear no. <laughs> you wear dress shoes. You wouldn't wear uh, sneakers on an ice rink. Right. Exactly. So <laughs> you, we wear the pro- appropriate equipment for the appropriate sport. So like you said, soccer stuff like soccer has cleats and shin guards and and that kind of thing and keepers wear gloves that's why because it's part of the sport yep it improves your performance it just does yeah it's you it's, need it it's made for what you're doing yeah you're not going to realize your potential or even you're going to first you're going to learn to lift wrong because mm. you're going to be off balance you're doing in tennis shoes i can't even hardly deadlift in tennis shoes even mm. because it just feels so weird not yeah. having a heel and a platform it's not happening even squatting sometimes like i've been caught at the gym without my without my lifters or like hey i'm just gonna bang out a set of couple sets of five or whatever and i do them in my right now i'm wearing uh i think they're the nano eights or whatever uh the reeboks and even <coughs> excuse me even in those it's like you're squatting on jelly you yeah know, or a pillow or something you feel the inside squishing around right and you know, uh, this just reminded me of something that I hear often where it's like, well, I don't want to rely on my weightlifting shoes that, you know, t- they're kind of a crutch, you know, mm, I don't know I, about that. I, 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 I disagree with that statement just because of the sport argument. You wear cleats in soccer, you wear uh, cleats in most sports like football, baseball, all that stuff. Um, it's just it's just you play with the right equipment. That's it. And, of course, there's exceptions to every rule. Right. You probably saw uh, from last year's world, the Japanese. Oh, God, here we go. <laughs> 50 kilos yes. with Nike. Uh, yeah, Toshiki, I think his name was from yes. Japan. Yeah. But didn't he clean and jerk and He did wear shoes, shoes for that. Yeah. So who knows? But all right, let's jump into these shoes here. They're in no particular order except... Alphabetical. Uh, maybe. Best first. <laughs> I'm <Yeah>. kidding. <laughs> so first up, we have N for Nike. No, but <laughs> the Nike Romaleo 3s. So there are two versions of these of these shoes. Uh, you can find these on mostly on Athlete PS. I think you can buy them anywhere online from like Dick Sporting Goods. Uh, mm. something, uh, definitely Rogue. Re- definitely Rogue, yeah. <clears throat> so just a little bit about these shoes. Hang on, I'm gonna pull Maybe these Amazon. Pull these up here. Pull the descriptions up. Should have done this beforehand, but uh, we saw a sneak peek about a couple months ago. For some people were wearing them here and there, and I'd see them in a photo before they were released. Oh, oh, right, right. And I was like, what? What is that? Yeah. yeah. So these are the third version of the Nike shoe, the Romaleo. So they had the Romaleo 1s, and then I think the 2s were released in 2011, 12, somewhere in there. Um, but these 3s, they go for about $135 now. Uh, normal price is $200 on the dot, mm-hmm. which is typical for most mid to high level weightlifting shoe uh, like it's it's you know it may seem like a lot on the front end but these should longevity right the the point of a weightlifting shoe is they should last you a couple of years um now some of the things that we will talk about about each shoe uh, where we've rated each five categories here 
uh, wait, one, two, three, four, five, six categories. Six. Uh, first is value, or, and this is on a scale of one to five, five being the greatest and one like, dang, you shouldn't buy this. Uh, value, style, weight of the shoe, comfort, support, and longevity. So we'll talk about each point of these for each shoe that we're about to talk about. Um, have you have you ever tried these shoes? No, I've threes. only worn three different shoes. Okay. Um, Four if you count ones that I borrowed. Right. I have personally worn these, but uh, we do. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you about my experience here, but we do have one review that was submitted to us online. Uh, this was from one of our own lifters, Christina Medina. So shout out hey, to you. Hey, Christina. Um, before I go through there, I... I also pulled average ratings online for each shoe. So on Athlete PS, this shoe has a rating of four out of five stars. So 4.0 out of five stars. So let's hear what Christina has to say about the Romaleo 3. And that's out of 10 reviews. And that's out of, yes, 10 reviews. Um, so she has been using these shoes for more than one year. Uh, she loves, uh, okay, so first impressions, She I love the solid black c color and the support is solid and great. Shoes are also very light, which is something I value and appreciate. <coughs> Looks like at the time she paid $170. Oh. And let's talk about the six different categories. Value, she rated as a two. Style, three out of five. Weight, five out of five. I guess meaning that they're, oh yeah, five is very light. Comfort, two out of five. Support, five out of five. Longevity, two out of five. And let's see what she said. Pros, really good support, especially in the jerks. And... Uh, they are also completely black, which I love. Is this a cons category? Yes. Yes. Cons now. Bottom rubber part started fa falling and peeling off after around a year of normal use. I hmm. take good care of them and obviously don't wear them outside of the gym or in my car, etc. The strap feels cheap and the shoe itself feels cheap too. The tongue, plastic non-sole parts uh, especially. Uh, they aren't holding up very well now considering the high price that I paid for mm. them. Oh, another pro tip. Don't do handstand push-ups in your weightlifting shoes. <laughs> that could be damaging to the heel. Um, but my personal, my personal experience with these shoes, I did try them for one session. I did not like them at all, um, primarily because the shape of the shoe was very narrow and it did not fit my feet very well. Hmm. But also the body of the shoe is made up of what the Nike is calling flywire technology, which is basically, yeah, it's basically like a, a plastic type mold. Uh, it's what they make their Metcons out of, their, their CrossFit shoe, which is meant to be very flexible and breathable, which I do not like for a weightlifting shoe. And mm. this material, it seems like uh, Christina is having problems with this as well, does not hold up greatly over time. What, too close? I just twisted. Oh, oh sorry. <laughs> there we go. Technical difficulties. There we go. Does not hold up well over time, unfortunately. <clears throat> that being said... This is the, th the... Show me the all-black one. They were all-black. Here we go. Okay. Then the symbol is white. Yeah. It looks like they, they used to have a lot more color combinations. I think stock is getting low because we're coming up to an Olympic year, and there should be some new new shoes being released here. But um, That's that red bottom version. Yeah. So we got a dark and light gray combo with a blue check, or swoosh, excuse me, all-black mm -hmm. with a white swoosh, all-white with a black swoosh, and looks like red, white, and, or I'm sorry, red, gray, and black. Pretty creative. Yeah. So this, this review was for the normal Romaleo 3s. They also have an XD version, which what is that? stands for extra durable, which, I do, which the material, mm. this flywire material was totally replaced with a, some kind of synthetic leather or a real leather. It's hard to beat leather. <coughs> Absolutely. 
That's why I like the twos. It's not even, I don't even think it's real leather, but it feels like it. Yeah. Maybe it's that pleather. Right. But at least it, like, I have n- had no issues with, with my twos. Well, me either. Um, which <laughs> you're hearing our bias a little bit. Like, we love yeah. the Romaleo twos, and you'll hear about those here. My um, first pair, I was wearing it outside on concrete for a year. <laughs> Were you really? And I, they're still great. Wow. Yeah, that's it. I downgraded them to uh, outdoor use. Did you? <laughs> but you have a couple pairs of them, don't you? Yep, two pairs. Yep. I got two. And pairs. I have three pairs total. <laughs> but Jeez. so that's a little bit about the Romaleo threes. Uh, they are they're a great shoe. It uh, looks like we have some longevity problems, some comfort problems, and I mean, if they keep up with that XD material, maybe th- maybe that'll change some of the durability. But as far as now, well, let's wait for the four. Yeah. Let's see what they do. I have no, no clue what they're what they're gonna Maybe do. Maybe the twos will go down in price. That'd be nice. <laughs> <laughs> Those are tough to find, though. I paid two hundred for that first pair. <coughs> yeah, I think I think me as well. And then uh, yeah, like, the next one's on sale. Yeah, same. Okay, what was the next shoe? All right, next up, the Adidas Leistung. Yes. So price here. Let me here. I'll pull up a picture okay. so we can take a look at these bad boys. Yeah, this is the one we were talking about earlier off can, uh, off mic, and I said it looked like a uh, indoor soccer shoe, mm-hmm. just because of this blue with the uh, light tan rubber sole. Mm-hmm. It does look like an indoor soccer shoe. Yeah. So let's get a couple of different views here. But it does look pretty cool. It's like an evolution of. It looks like an evolution of the uh, Ada Star Ada Powers. Ada Power, yeah. And it's got the twisty top lacer. Yeah, let's see what there's they, no strap. It's integrated with a steel cable. You twist that little dial, and it tightens it down. Mm-hmm. So let's see. They call this okay. So it's made of a textile and synthetic material. Synthetic being the sole, right? And let's see, micro adjusting boa like boa constrictor, yep. micro adjusting boa closure system for ultimate consistent hold, flat flexible forefoot for the transmission of power. Uh, you better be off the forefoot if you're trying to trans <laughs> trying to develop a little bit of power. Um, but yeah, at first glance, like they look really cool. Um, me being a career soccer player uh, up until college, like they look like a shoe that I would wear on the field. Um, yeah, they do look like an indoor soccer shoe. Yeah, I d- have not personally used them. Uh, I've I've seen people use them in the gym. Some of our lifters have had them over the years, and <clears throat> the only thing I can take away just visually from watching them is they don't have a ton of of lateral support. Yeah, they do look a little soft. Yeah, I but mean, it's just how it looks. Right. Who knows what that boa can do? <laughs> well, yeah, but there's something to be said for weightlifting shoes that have straps over them, yep. or at least one strap. This does not have a strap. It has shoelaces plus that that boa constriction device. Um, but just watching, I mean, as a coach, we watch all parts of the body when someone's lifting. But primarily, I like to focus on uh, a heavy attention on the feet and what they're doing. But with these shoes in particular, you can see a lot of, of lateral movement. And we don't tend to like that in, in the weightlifting shoe. Right. Or at least looks I like don't. a big personally. old heel on that, too. Yeah. But it looks like the, the base of the heel comes to a narrow point and then jettisons out for a wider. It's, it's, I don't know. It's kind of weird. Well, let's read the thing here. It's listed at 150, 149. We're getting technical. Right. That's, that's another. <laughs> we'll get technical that's a little bit later. <laughs> Ratings 4.5 out of 5 on Adidas.com. That's not bad. Yeah. Rated these, a value of four. These are our personal ratings here. Okay. Style of three. I agree with that. Mm-hmm. Weight of four. I don't know what it weighs specifically. Let's well, see. We bypassed comfort and support and longevity because we just can't say. Yeah. I don't think it's a solid heel. It looks like it's probably a honeycomb type of dealio. Mm-hmm. 
It's definitely plastic with a rubber base. TPU. Do we have any reviews on these bad boys? No, no one submitted a review on these. Leistung. Um, yeah, there are 58 reviews on Amazon. I'm looking at an Amazon page here. They have four and a half out of five stars on Amazon, uh, and and like and they go anywhere from 55 to 330 oh, dollars. They're sold by kidding? Uh, vendors. On <coughs> oh, I see. But like Amazon's and, a marketplace, right? But like Andy said, if 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 the best shoe is the one you can afford, so right. it's better to have any kind of weightlifting shoe than not. So we're not totally like trashing these shoes no at all but if you rich as hell go for it bro <laughs> right there we go <laughs> <laughs> all right let's pull up this next one the adidas add a power mm-hmm. synonymous with strength sports yep which we both have quite a bit of experience with these shoes um yeah, i've gone through a couple pairs myself as have i so. now i'll tell you before we even get started what took me off of this shoe and put me towards the nike romies too mm-hmm. was i heard a review or something that said, it feels like I'm wearing a baseball or just a tennis shoe with a heel. This one. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, God, Lee, you know, it kind of does because the heel is not, it's more flexible part <coughs> than it is supported part, mm-hmm. but it still feels good. Right. Especially once they're broken in, they do feel a little looser. I do agree. Um, and, oh, I forgot to talk about sizing, but uh, we'll talk about those for the ones that we have actually worn. But true, true to size, ten yeah, and a half. Exactly, yeah. So I think uh, I actually I wear a ten in Adidas and I wear, a, excuse me, a ten in these um, in these added powers. And like you said, you've been through a couple pairs. I've been through three pairs exactly of these. I got about eight months out of each of them. I had uh, the orangey red ones, uh, and those ripped. And the material the ripped um, right on the side, um, like where the top of the arch is on the foot, right where the, the base of the shoe meets the material. It just ripped wide open on both feet. <coughs> and I, and I don't supinate my squats either. So I know what hmm. you guys are thinking. <laughs> <laughs> um, clearly it's not the shoe. Right. And so I, I bought or another pair it? because I, I like the way they look so much. Uh, and the second pair I landed a jerk and my toe came out the front. Wow. Yeah. So it was twice. And then I bought uh, the white pairs when those first came out uh, and nothing happened to those because I just got tired of using them. I bought Romaleo twos and that's where I've been ever since, but lifting like a hobo. That's yeah. I mean, I still have these and they're wrapped in duct tape and they're in a bin over that's at, right. I at, remember those. at Ybor city. And now they're rental shoes. I think the only problem with those is they're made to be more flexible, mm-hmm. which is going to cause more flexibility right. and cause more wear and tear. Exactly. And then that synthetic material of the body too, that's the same the same thing we were talking about with the Romaleo 3s uh, that kind of impacts the longevity of the shoe. So, <clears throat> But on the pro side, they are light. Yes. Oh, man, are they light. They are. You can really move fast in them things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they remind me a lot of the Adis Stars, uh, even though it was like not a solid base on the Adis Stars. It, those were so light, and they, these are light as well. Um, but if we're looking at it, it looks like they're going for around $150. Uh, ratings put them four and a half stars out of five on Rogue. And these are our personal. We went through uh, right before we started recording and, and rated the six categories for each shoe. So value three, um, even though they're f- fairly affordable at the $150 price point. Going to go through them kind of quick. Yeah, in what is that? It's Sixteen months or so. We went through three pairs of those, wow. <laughs> so uh, maybe closer to twenty months. But um, style four, they look pretty cool. Weight, uh, I'm going to change the four to a five because those are actually really, really, really Get light. Upgraded. Yeah. Comfort. What do you think? Three is that adequate? Adequate. Yeah, I never really had any. It was more like when I took them off. Oh yeah. 
um, the the heel kind of went through the inner sole. Mm. I could feel it imprinting on the bottom of my foot. Ah. I think I just needed a more solid inner sole. It was like, like I threw a regular insole in. Yeah. Like the Romaletos. <laughs> oh, yeah, the dual They insert. have two. Yeah. One of them's pretty solid. <laughs> yeah, I use those competition inserts all the time. Pretty wicked. Um, yeah, but more to come. Stay tuned, Big Big Summon. Uh, support three, just because, I mean, it's average. You know, longevity, dose. So we gave it a two out of five on longevity. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wanted to give it a one, yeah. but the fact that I still have their shoes and let people use them made me think to yeah. give it a little bit more. <laughs> They've been around. Solid heel? I don't think so. Yeah, There's no, no way they're going to be that light. And you could see the, the mm-hmm. cutouts. Yeah, oh, I see. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of like a uh, almost like a flying buttress yeah. design. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag architecture. <laughs> but they are, they're decently solid. I remember <laughs> I haven't used them in a very, very long time. But, uh, you know, I'd be dreadful to go back to those, I think, after using the Romelio 2s. Yes, we are biased. <laughs> Uh, anything else to go on these? And I not, had to cut the strap a little bit, and I did that on my Romeleos as well. Oh, really? You yeah. thought these were too long? Yeah. Hmm. I didn't like it going so far down. and I, I could feel it if I jerked. I could yeah. feel that strap kind of slap my foot. Okay. It's distracting. I didn't like it. Hmm. Well, that's Moving it for the on, out-of-powers. The Reebok Legacy from Reebok. <laughs> Legacy. Sponsored by Reebok. <laughs> not really. You have probably seen a multitude of international superstars wearing these shoes, namely America's own C.J. Cummings. Mm-hmm. Yep, I think he has his own version of this yeah, shoe. Yeah, he helped him design this shoe. Oh, wow. Yep. He's got custom ones at his uh, gym up in Beaufort. Beaufort. I just say both because... <laughs> One of them's got to be right. Yeah. <laughs> just throw them both out before someone corrects you. He's like, got oh, a he pair that uh, his buddy airbrushed in the space. Oh, really? It's like a space theme. They're really cool. I got a picture of them. Oh, with nice. It. And uh, <coughs> he's got his gold ones. I got a picture of that whole rack of shoes that he's worn, too. Oh, really? Speaking of CJ, <laughs> man, is he awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out. Hey, these uh, shoes are pretty cool, too. You know, you see them. They, they look like the heel is huge, mm-hmm. but they're not. Right, I, I don't know. it's hard to describe. I think I think a portion of this of this heel probably cups the the bottom of this material. I'm the, sure it does. The body it has to because that'd, that'd be more than three quarter inch. But it looks like, especially it, looking at the back here, it looks like a ramp that Evil Knievel would use to jump over the Grand Canyon. Yeah, you know, this heel it looks massive. However, uh, this <laughs> I I think this is a great shoe, and and Rogue has it. Uh, I don't know how many reviews we have. Eighty five reviews. We wow. have four point eight out of five stars. So that's a really really high rating. That might as well be five. Yeah, which they go for looks like one sixty nine. Good uh, price point. Yeah, very limited sizes right now, but one hundred and seventy bucks on Rogue. Free shipping, it says, uh, and they have their uh, looks like Matt Black Friday deals going on right now. So hopefully we don't Already? buy anything while we're here. Yeah, add to cart by now. <laughs> yeah, uh, but I've seen these get as low as seventy nine dollars. So these I've seen sub one hundred dollars, uh, and I was very skeptical of these Reeboks primarily because of. Yeah. Do you remember the original Reebok lifters? Yeah, the, the, with the U form, oh, where you, do. P- you put in the you bake them in the oven, and then you, they like form to your foot. Well, that's not a bad thing entirely, <laughs> right? If done right, right. I have insoles that do that. I wear them when I work in my boots, my yeah. steel toes. Man, I could go f- for days. <laughs> Just don't use that broil function because no. you'll come. <laughs> come Follow the instructions, <laughs> people. Right. You're come not microwaving, a, you college kids. Oh, uh, come into a the dumpster fire in your kitchen. Yeah, um, but. 
as far as and I have used these, so our roommate and lifter BJ Astalaza, how you doing out there in Africa right now? Um, he has a pair of these and he let me use them for a training session and, and they are they're really nice. Uh, I gotta say they're very comfortable. Mm, I want to try them. Um, they're very rigid and they fit your foot. Uh, I think they were ten, so I and I wear a ten in Adidas, but I wear a nine in Nike. Hmm. Um, but these were tens that I tried on, I believe. <clears throat> four point eight out of out of five on Rogue. What we gave it value four. Oh, we have a couple of reviews on these too. Oh, I want to read one. Here we go. Hang on. Here we go. Legacy, right here. This review is from Keith Lyons. Reviewing the Reebok Legacy, length of use six months to one year. First impressions, lots of color options, comfortable, light, always can catch them on sale. He uh, says the value is about a five, which is as high as we go on our scale. Mm -hmm. Style, five, high as we go. Weight, four, four being the lighter end of the spectrum, five being the lightest. Comfort, five, support, Four longevity five. This thing has got high marks across the board. Nice from Keith Lyons. Pros super comfy, light but still very stable. A lot of different color options, including a comfy flex weave version. <laughs> Long lasting, worth the hundred dollars or less. You can normally catch them at. So he must have caught them on sale, huh? I, he must must have been online at the right time. Cons right. though, I, don't know, I hate to say it, but there's cons. <laughs> Had an issue with one Velcro strap wearing out of my Flex Weave legacies. <laughs> First world problems. <laughs> hey, not as stable as Romaleo's twos. Not the most breathable. Only mm. so, only reason I stopped wearing them is Romaleo's two fit my foot better. With okay. that, that's a darn good reason. Sure. I mean, that's what shoes are supposed to do is foot your foot. Yep. And we all have different feet. Just like we all have different fingerprints, so everything's a little bit different. Yeah. <laughs> Some people's feet breathe differently, too. <coughs> exactly. My, my breath in my mouth. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know my feet sweat a lot, so mine, maybe it's my shoes, but who knows. Uh, we got another review from these Legacy. We got three reviews from the Legacies here. Oh, give me another. Yeah, here's one from... Oh, I'll help you I'll with wait. that one, too. <laughs> yeah. So speaking of BJ, I was mentioning him uh, before we started reading these reviews. He actually submitted a review also. So BJ Ostalaza, uh, shout out to you. He's deployed currently on a contract in Africa, uh, military contract, so stay safe out there. Yep. Length of use, more than one year. Okay, first impressions. BJ says, for someone who has used both the Romaleo 2s and the Reebok Legacy weightlifting shoes, the Legacy got it right as a number two option. My personal opinion is that it the most comfortable wait, it is the most comfortable shoe next to the two Romaleo 2s. It isn't as great as the Romaleos, but it is close. It's a durable shoe with a great heel drop stability and comfort. If you can't find the twos on sale, I think this is the, the next greatest option out there. Amount paid, $100. So he found, parentheses discounted, so he found them on sale, uh, which a little bit about BJ, he finds a lot of shoes on sale. <laughs> he owns probably, uh, what? I'm just going to ballpark it. 100, shoe, 100 pairs of shoes. Oh, yeah. I'll show you here in a minute. <laughs> yeah, let's <laughs> after, go root through his stuff. After the recording. Oh, actually, we can put these on sale on keeppulling.com. Dude, we'll see. No, shoe I'm sale. I'm <laughs> just kidding. To value, five out of five. Style, four out of five. Weight, four out of five. So on the lighter scale, uh, five being the lightest. Comfort, five out of five. Uh, support, four out of five. Longevity, five out of five. Pros. Excellent heel drop stability and comfort. It's been a durable shoe that provides a sense of comfort even for a seasoned weightlifter. A solid number two option. Cons, it's a little bit heavier than most, and if you have a wider feet, 
it may take some time to loosen up. So overall, really good praised review for the legacies from BJ here. And then we got one more for you. One more. This is from Alex Alvarez. Hey, Alex. Uh, his first impressions, he says, when I first got my legacy lifters, it took me a while getting used to them, and they take some time to break in. I have had them for almost a year now, and they're holding up very well. They are all leather with double straps and have a very sturdy base, and I enjoy the wider platform I receive from them compared to unlike shoes such as the Romaleo 3s or Adapowers. I'm reading this verbatim, by the way. Amount I paid, I receive for free, but at the time they were about $200. We'd love to know where you got them for free. If you got the hookup, hook it on up. I do know how he got it. So he works at, he's one of our lifters at Ebor. Right. Um, I know he, that name. He, oh, yeah. He works um, at a gym. I think Anytime Fitness or 24-Hour Fitness, something like that. Uh -huh. So someone left him behind, and Oops. they were lost and found for a couple weeks. So he just, like, his manager was like, hey, get these out of here. Well, that's how I reviewed <laughs> many of my early bowling balls. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> I got it for free. It, it kind of fit my hands. So yeah. <laughs> uh, value, five being the greatest, one being the poorest, four. Style five, okay. weight three. Hang on. So he got these for free <laughs> and gave it a four out of five on value. Come on, Alex. <laughs> How did I not see that? Style five, weight three. That's right in the middle. Okay. Comfort four. One being yuck, five being comfy. <laughs> Support five, longevity four. Mm -hmm. His pros list. I'm going to start with the cons and then with the pros. We're on a high note with these bad boys. Cons. They are very sturdy, but sometimes I feel like the second strap nearest to the toes are very unneeded and does not provide much more support than you would hope for as the straps are a weird, leathery, rubber, plastic material. If anything, a single middle strap would be more beneficial. Oh, interesting. It is a little bit higher than the Romaleo, too. I think it puts it right across the base right of the knuckle. The yeah. So if, you're, if, if it doesn't fit you right and you bend your toes, that will hurt. Yeah, I and, see what he's saying. Mm -hmm. Anyway, the pros. I really like the way these have held up for me so far, and they are very hardy shoes. Mm -hmm. Besides mild creasing in the leather, you would think I just started using them. <laughs> they have many color variations, and at one point, you could customize them on yourreebok.com. Not sure if you can anymore. Parentheses, UK colors are cooler. <laughs> Good wide base and strong heel, and having to break them in can be uncomfortable. I, I guess they'd be in the cons. Yeah. Uh, thanks for the review, Alex. Mm. So shout yeah, out that to, was great. to AA Alex Alvarez. Yes, sir. So we gave you a shout out. I uh, <laughs> just thought it was super funny that he's like, a yeah, I got him for free. I <laughs> got him for Radar free. Radar shout out. Not for... valuable. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the last thing I'll say about these Reeboks, I, I really like them. The only thing I did not like about them was just as me being super duper picky is the interior of the shoe. Like when you slide your foot in, the mm -hmm. sides of it just felt sticky. way too padded for me. Mm. So like really cushy, really like almost foamy kind of. Oh. Uh, but then again, I'm used to the rugged leather body of right. the, the, of the Romaleo 2s, which are just the most amazing shoe on the planet. Um, but these are, like BJ said, a very close second. Uh, we're going to go off the reservation real quick because we had a, a review submitted for an alternate shoe that we were not going to review. Um, <clears throat> but this is a, Do tell. A, a, a version of a weightlifting shoe called the Adidas Powerlift 2.0s. Um, and these are, let me pull these up for you so you can see them too. I believe they are the half-inch heel foamy type heel, right? Mm-hmm. 
Yes. 2.0. Now that's a great starter shoe just to get your foot in the door. <laughs> uh, yeah, we do have a couple lifters that lift with these. Uh, there are, like I said, any kind of weightlifting shoe is a better option than a sneaker, right? Because yep. we're looking for that stability. We're looking for a little bit of increased heel height and that kind of thing. So these... Let's see. These are on Amazon. And coming in with a shoe kind of says, hey, I give a little bit of a shit here. Right, exactly. So these on Amazon are rated four out of five. Uh, price range, it looks like uh, this Six is ratings. Brooke Straub, um, so someone I reached out to on Instagram who responded to one of our polls. And I was like, hey, we want to review these shoes. She's like, yeah, let's do it. Um, so she paid $40 for this shoe. I've seen them as much as like 70 I think. But they go uh, on Amazon right now. It looks like $56. Uh, shipped. So <clears throat> first impression, or uh, let's see, Brooke says length of use more than one year. Um, and, and for context, she is a, a powerlifting athlete who kind of dabbles in like overhead squat and, and that kind of thing. But she does do like the traditional strength movements like squat, dead bench and all that stuff. So she got these for, for a squatting movement. Um, more than one year of use. Dang, these are affordable. I really like the red, white and blue look. I am patriotic AF and I'm a fan of the Adidas brand. They fit well and aren't so stiff and had no flex in the sole. The heel feels just like, oh, I'm sorry, the heel was just the right height, not too high, uh, but enough to compensate for a little bit of weak ankle mobility. <clears throat> Value, she rates as five out of five. Style, four out of five, so looking on the awesome end of the spectrum. Weight, four out of five, so fairly light. Comfort, five out of five. Support, four out of five. Longevity, five out of five. Pro, or uh, let's see, cons first. I use them primarily for powerlifting squats specifically. The little flex the shoes have wouldn't translate well to most other lifts. The heel is just enough, and I can use them for deadlifting unless I want to. And I, well, I'm sorry. The heel is just enough that I cannot use them for deadlifting unless I want to fall forward. Huh. Uh, otherwise, overall, I'm really thrilled with them. <clears throat> uh, yeah, and like you mentioned before, it's that, that foam uh, material for the heel. So yeah, some of the like more ballistic lifts where you're like hitting the ground or the feet or hitting the, the pavement or wood really hard that you're going to get a little bit of compression out of that foam and we don't want any of that. Um, so I imagine she started in powerlifting. Yes, for sure. She says I primarily use them for squats. Because uh, <coughs> when I deadlift in shoes, regular shoes, I feel like I'm going to fall backwards <laughs> <laughs> and she feels like she's going to fall forwards in half inch heels. Yeah. Uh, so like I say, it all depends on what you start with. Exactly. And, and a lot of it's personal preference too. Uh, so pros, very lightweight, affordable, some flex, very stable though, uh, no slipping and sliding uh, around the platform and go America. <laughs> yeah. So she, like she says, she's patriotic at AF. I guess she wears the red, white, and blue versions. Go so, America. Yeah. Thank you, Brooke, for that review. Uh, and Moving now, on to the no bull. No bull. No bull or no bull? You know, we don't have any user, votes. user reviews on here, but let's take a look at their work. I know one person who uses them. Oh, yeah? Her name's Chloe out in Utah. Oh, yeah. Let's see here. Shout out. She's not listening. No bull. Interesting shoe. Yeah, and... <sighs> seems very boutique. You know, and boutique is a great <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can think of a few others. However, we'll stick with that one. Here's what I thought was interesting: um, the the where you normally have a plastic heel. Mm -hmm. uh, this shouldn't be advertised as a wooden heel. What that is is leather. It's leather uh, layers oh. that are smashed and glued and trimmed. But the one layer goes all the way out in front. Huh. 
I thought that was interesting. So that's it does make it solid. If you've ever seen like a S-wing hatchet at Home Depot <laughs> with a leathery type handle, all there is is leather ring stacked on the so thing. Those, that's, that's leather. Really? Yeah. But it's been compressed and glued. and as you can see the grain. Yeah, no shit. Kidding. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no shitting. Sorry, Mom. Oops. <laughs> no bull. <coughs> yeah, exactly. Interesting laces. Remind me of the old hush puppies. Yeah, and... <laughs> You know, I'd personally, uh, I'd have to try it out, right? And and but they do remind me of a bowling shoe. Since we're talking, one of our one of our survey questions was first impressions. My first impression of these shoes is just you can hear it. I <laughs> okay, <laughs> no words needed. No, but also part of that first impression is they are three hundred dollars yeah. MSRP, and and that is I've never seen these shoes on sale. Uh, the uh, the in price on these two it's two ninety nine ninety nine. That's um, not bad. And the, I thought it was three hundred. Okay, yeah, <laughs> man, but that savings though. Okay, how do I get out of here? So, <laughs> Noble site gives it a four point nine out of five stars. Um, I want to know how many of these people have used other types Handcrafted of handcrafted perfection. I want to read this. All I right. traveled to New York City for a charity event, so of course I had to make my way to the Noble store. The staff educated me on the manufacturing process that goes into these lifters, and just by trying them on, you could tell an immediate difference compared to what I've worn in the past. Yes, the price tag is higher, but you get what you pay for. These li- Oh, God, it goes on. <laughs> these lifters not only give the stability for oily lifts, but the flexibility. They actually did burpees in them for $300 burpees. I won't lie that I have an issue with buying too many shoes, but even my wife, who does not lift, talked to me into spending the extra money on these. She said they look nice. This is another example of a small company putting the time and effort into a product. Liberty blah. Read less. This is from a valued customer, verified buyer, five stars. Yes. Okay. So, I mean, again, it comes down to personal preference. Personally, this is not my preference um, because, uh, <laughs> you know, it's just that at that $300 is hard to is hard to digest, especially from a, a company that this is their this is their maiden shoe. You know, this is the this first is first offer. Yeah, this is the and I know they make sneakers and stuff too, but this is the first shot at a weightlifting shoe. And not saying that that's not they didn't get it right, um, but I just I'd have to try it out. Exa- exactly. So I'd have to try it out. Like I said, four point nine out of five stars on the Noble website for what it's worth. Um, I, I or we excuse me rated the value as a two. Uh, just I mean three hundred bucks, man. I mean come on. That's being very generous. Yeah. So I, I don't think I can't think of one thing that I would spend three hundred dollars on, like that I that I absolutely need for weightlifting. Yeah, for weightlifting. That'd be like paying fifty bucks for straps. Yeah. Maybe. Even that. Or chalk. <laughs> I made my or own straps out of nylon webbings because I didn't want tape. <laughs> yeah. Uh, style two out of five. I mean, that's mine. What do you, what do you think of these? Like style? It's, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, it's in comparison to every other weightlifting shoe. That's the, yeah. that's the problem. I'm not yeah. looking at it as a single thing. Yeah. That's not my style per se. Sure. Uh, weight, I don't know. Comfort, question mark support question mark and longevity question mark just because mm. they haven't been around long uh, we've never tried them personally um <laughs> you can read your own pro <laughs> yeah so cons <laughs> uh <laughs> you can read your cons too <laughs> so i i filled this portion out yeah. <laughs> so, he did it not knowing he was going to read it out loud. right cons the cost yes. uh two they're hideous and two three they don't look supportive at all they just don't uh 
pros probably great for hipster weightlifters is what I put. I, I'm sure they probably come with like a free typewriter and a fix your bicycle Ooh. or something like that. So <laughs> I mean, they, they ought to you for $300 price Ooh, point. Let me get the water. I know. <laughs> Before. <laughs> okay. So obviously well, well, tr- one day I'll try them out. Right. And, and I would love to try them out and maybe they might, that might change my mind, but uh, first impressions, man, I just can't with these shoes. Mm. I just can't. <laughs> Not today. <laughs> Not on my worst day, pal. Psh. All right. So Psh. moving, moving on. We're going <laughs> to, <laughs> a little positive now. Oh, Lord. Moving on to Position USA, the P3 Phantom, <clears throat> with a list price of $189. I okay. feel like my price is right. Yes. Tell so, him what he's won. So here's a picture of these so you can know what you're talking about. These are neat looking. Yeah. So uh, we have... Wow, we have, that heel goes back a ways. Yeah. So we have two reviews here, one that's like so-so and one that's that's super crazy. So which one do you want? I'm going to do the super crazy. All right. There you go. Read it like gospel. This is from Trevor, oh, Trevor Latham. <laughs> Uh, he's had them for six months to one year. First impressions. I have had the R1 positions for a while now. I switched from the Reebok lifters to the positions. Super happy I did. I have had knee pain for a while now, and when I put these on after a while, it was almost gone. These shoes truly put me in the proper position, at least my own comfort. <laughs> but I would... S- <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I would definitely recommend these shoes for anyone interested in lifting in a lower heel. They are awesome and made very professionally. He paid $174 with a discount, marked okay. down from 200 He values them at five. Style, five. Weight, five. Comfort, five. Support, five. Longevity, four. Oh, man. So you think he likes these shoes? I think he hates them. A, <laughs> a four on longevity? Who is that? What is that? Trevor. Trevor oh, okay, yeah. Uh, Cons first. The rubber on the bottom seems to be wearing fast. Let's take a look here. Well, that's where the rubber meets the road. <laughs> Pros, great support and very comfortable. The lower heel height. Let's see. So here's Thanks for the review, Trev- yeah, Trevor. Yeah, absolutely. He was a follower on Instagram that, that saw our, our cry for help for <laughs> gathering reviews <laughs> Give here. Give us something to say. So this is called the, we're looking at the P3 Phantoms, uh, I think is the, the name of the shoe. Was it P1? Well, he was talking about the R1. R1, which Man, is probably their original. That's a. I have an R6, but I would love an R1. Ooh, hashtag talking Yamaha. About, talking about motorcycles. <laughs> that one's called the Midnight. Let's that's kind of cool, though. That looks like I'm about yeah. to do some ninja stuff. It looks almost sneakery. You look yeah, at the, look orthopedic like. Well, I mean the toe here. Look at that. Yeah, very orthopedic like. <laughs> Big strap. That strap is double wide. Yeah. So here's here's what position has to say about their the official description. The new R1 weightlifting shoe is here. We designed this shoe to be perfect fit for any power lifter or general lifter looking for that competitive edge. It features a wider toe box, reinforced front, and one half inch solid wooden heel. Pre-order. Okay, blah 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 blah. Wooden heel my butt. Yeah. So I mean, it's it's covered with looks like rubber. So we don't looks know. Looks like what's, it's, c- it's yeah. covered in a. Well, BJ will get it. Yeah, yeah. Let's um, see. BJ, uh, can you go ahead and order the, order these? The and no. Um, but yeah, it looks like if there is wood in there, it's covered by whatever black material this is. Again, I have never personally used these, and you haven't either, right? No. Okay. Yeah. So we don't have any firsthand experience with these, nor does any of our lifters foot. like you. <laughs> I see what you did there. Ooh. Nor do any of our lifters use these shoes, so uh, we don't have any empirical data on them, other than this second review from Keith Lyons. <clears throat> oh, Keith Lyons. On so fire. he has used these less than six months. Uh, these are the position USA. Uh, doesn't say which model. First impressions: they looked really nice, the wooden heel, and they seem like a solid lifter. He paid $120 for these, so these retail for $189 online. So he must have caught them on sale. He got them for less than Trevor. Oh wow! 
about 50 bucks less. So value, he rates as three out of five. Style, four out of five. Weight, two out of five. So they must be a little heavy. Comfort, three out of five. So average. Support, three out of five, which is average. Longevity, excuse me, one out of five. So very poor. Let's see what he has to say. Cons, all manufacturing is in Mexico, which caused a three-month unexpected delay in getting them. The rubber sole isn't stitched on it, and it was stapled, and it started coming up after my second time wearing them. Hmm. Oh, dang. I, oh, I see. Okay, I was wondering, because it doesn't look like there's any, like, glue or any kind of... Well, there's got to be glue in there somewhere. Yeah, uh, or any kind of stitching to attach it. Hmm. <clears throat> my foot slid around in them vertically, and I couldn't get the right tightness, but the one strap with the one strap and laces customer service wasn't that great they sent me a pair of straps for a three-month delay wooden heel doesn't make it feel any more stable but in the end my foot ended up sliding around and it made me sell them once <coughs> excuse me once they replaced the heel would not recommend so we mm. have one one review like that really liked them and we have one review that had some kind of uh, build problems Everything. it sounds like yeah um so Just we had replace the strap his foot would slide up and down, mm -hmm. and his heel fell apart. Right. So, I mean, I know sizing may be uh, kind of an issue, too. So, we don't know how these, these fit true to size or not. And that he mentions it, the <laughs> lace length is very short. There's only maybe five or six loopholes. Yeah. It doesn't go up high into the, the um, front part of your foot. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Like, kind of stays a little low near two, the arch. three, maybe four, yeah, four to five holes. Uh, Whereas the Adidas and the Nikes have a second hole closer to your ankle, mm -hmm. for very, some for some super duper, very reminiscent of like a soccer stuff. shoe with those high the high uh, lace holes there mm -hmm. for that added support. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so personally, our reviews on this position value three, just because I mean we don't know there's these haven't been around long enough to see how they hold up. Style, uh, did, did I do this or did we both? <laughs> because it seems like I ripped this one a new one. Oh, you did the this style one. one out of five. I just ruthless. Uh, yeah, they just look goofy to me. Uh, that's really it. Weight, I don't know. Uh, one one of our reviews said they were really light. One said they were really heavy. Comfort, don't know. Support, don't know. Longevity. Uh, if I mean, if we strike the two at an average, we're looking at a three because one person gave it a one, one person gave it a five. So uh, right in the middle for a three average. <coughs> Pros couldn't come up with any just because we don't have any. Uh, <laughs> Just because we don't have any experience on them, <laughs> but cons. Apparently, some apparently in my coffee-induced haze, I must have written in the cons section. Absolutely worst shoe on the market, with absolutely no no, no basis other based or judging a book by its cover. <laughs> other than other than visual visual reference, that's all. They so. got four reviews on their website and it's got three point five out of five stars. Three point five. Yeah, this is on Positions website itself. Mm -hmm. Let's <laughs> move on. Asics. Yep. 727, not the Boeing, the A6 727. Yeah, which we don't have any personal reviews on these either, uh, nor have either one of us used these shoes. Well, they look cool. But we've seen them around. You see some Chinese lifters using these things. Um, oh, it looks and like Americans. Uh, yeah. Angelo Bianco always wore those. I mean, they're pretty cool. Yeah, so these are the old-style A6 leather-slash-suede-looking uh, shoes. Mm -hmm. uh, shoelaces only. They come in red or blue, it, uh, it looks like. Uh, no strap. Um, yeah, but no strap total, is interesting. Total leather body, totally wooden heel, and it looks like you can buy them for. It's not wooden. Look at it closely. Man, you're you're on it with these like leather leather. They don't stamps. use wooden heels. I'll tell you why. 
It's just <coughs> not consistent enough. Mm. There's no, you're not going to, unless it's all from one giant tree. Okay. It's never going to, even still, with that, you're not going to have consistent heels as far as density, weight, etc. Right. So this is a lot more controllable. If any type of wood they use might be like a, a, a their own homemade batch of like MDF t- type type stuff. Yeah, man, they must really compress that leather together to get it that hard. Yeah, it, it, and they soak it with glue and. Oh, yeah, I see. Um, that's been buffed and and burnt. <laughs> but it looks like you can only buy the only place I found these available for sale is on Average Bros Store. There, I wouldn't of, call it a sale. Yeah. So what do they tell them? What they've won? What's the price here, Andy? Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> this is a Price Is Right style. You're up there, and they say, uh, "Here's a pair of Asics seven two seven weightlifting shoe," and then they start guessing. One person says like fifty bucks. Next person says eighty. And then someone bets a dollar. Because there's no way they can cost them much. Then they said, "What's the retail price, Johnny? Three hundred and twenty-nine dollars. <laughs> More than you can afford, pal. Oh, dagger. <laughs> um, so three hundred and twenty-nine bones for these shoes here. Ratings four out of five on the Average Bros website. There is only one customer review. Let's see what they oh, say. Who said it? Dimple uh, Bangalore. Could you please notify when you have red or the blue 26 centimeter oh, men's shoe? Okay, so it's actually a question, not a review. <laughs> so we don't have any data on these shoes at all, um, nor can I think of anyone who uses them. Like I, I, I think uh, Christina Gomez does. Christina. Oh, oh yeah, she's I think so. Yeah. I'll ask her next time we see her at a meet. Yeah, because I'd like yeah, she's she's one of the officials uh, now, so you'll see her refing quite a bit. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I'd love to know more about these shoe. From this, this the the description, uh, they're actually vintage shoes. Like they've been around for thirty years. Apparently, design hasn't they, changed. Yeah, they have not changed one if it bit. Ain't broke, don't fix it. Cons, just by looking at them, no straps. Uh, could be a flimsy body. Just looking at it, I mean the the, you know, it's like suede type leather. So who knows? Um, cons could also be that they're vintage looking. Like you may not like that. You may like it. Who knows? Personal preference. I think these shoes are more for people that could lift without shoes. Ah. Not to say that they don't improve, but you don't need a lot of extra support. This just gives you that heel height mm-hmm. and maybe a comfort factor. Oh, I see. Because I, I need, I need a lot out of my shoe because I have a bad squat. Okay. Uh, I need traction. My feet always twist if I'm going up and down. And th- this is more for someone who can do a perfect squat barefoot, mm-hmm. no problem. Yeah, so a- Asian competitors. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's okay. I, I fit into that category. Yeah, they're pretty cool. Yeah, for sure. And now right. the moment we've all waited for. Yep. Did, oh, we had a, a sound bite for this. Yep. So now, okay. now we are. Now we're talking about the last shoe on our list, ladies and gentlemen, the, the Nike Roman Leo Two. And as the song suggests, we have saved. The best, the for, best last. for last. <laughs> Sometimes the shoe fits perfectly. Perfect. <laughs> there we go. We gave each other our reviews that we both wrote. Yep. So we we actually have three reviews. One. Well, let's do let's do Keith's again. Keith actually submitted three reviews for three separate shoes. So wow. big ups to you, man. I, um, I didn't read his Nike yeah. one. Keith Lyons. Um, so thanks for all the three. all the info. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to reach out to you on on Instagram here and, and see if I can send you like a decal or something for just for taking the time for these yeah. three. So next time I see it, give me a high five. And yeah, I'll pretend I know who you are. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I really we really appreciate. Yeah, this. but if you're ever at a national meet, we'd love to meet you. We'll be down front. <laughs> Length of use six months to a year. So he, how long has Keith been in weightlifting? Uh, 
would you think? Don't know. So less than six months on the on the positions. Six months to a year on the. Uh, I can't remember the first one. Was. I think I got it down here. I think it was the uh, the the yep. legacy. Legacy six months to a year. Okay, so add them up to all together. We're talking two years, <laughs> no or less. Yeah. First impressions. <coughs> first impression were that they were a little stiff. I had to change out the insole. I thought they looked decent and we were going to be a tester shoe before I bought Antas, which were basically the same shoe but three times the money. Damn, I forgot about Antas. Antas. Huh? Yeah. Antas? Speaking of Asian shoes. He paid $120, rates the value at five, the style at five, weight four, comfort five, support five, longevity five. So pretty good marks. Yeah. Cons, original insoles, <coughs> and shoelaces weren't good comfortable. Hmm. They are discontinued as well. Pros, perfect after changing insole. Super comfortable if you have a wide, flat foot. Hello, that's me. Very solid feeling whether you are powering or deep in the hole. Decently vented so your foot doesn't get too hot. Yep. Uh, all right. So uh, that was Keith's review. That was Keith's review. Review number two. This is from Andy. That's me. Yep, that's our our, our co-host Andy here. So Romeo twos length of use three plus years, and that in itself. Sup. What? Sup. No, <laughs> I thought you said stop. Sup. <laughs> so that in itself is uh, proof of its longevity. So first impressions: huge improvement from the Adastars. Night and day difference in a good way. Adastars were still worn from time to time to work different foot muscles. Had to clip the straps though on both shoes. Uh, we'll talk about it here. Let me. Okay, keep my, I wrote this on my phone. That's why it's short. Oh, that's fine. Sweet. I'd rather uh, straight to the point than Fluff. someone have like a yeah like a dissertation in here. Amount paid 130 bucks. So we that's a that's a discount price. Well, the huh? first pair was 200. Okay. Then I got it from Athletips for yep. 130. Athletips. Yeah. So retail retail on these bad boys is 199 90 or 189.99. <laughs> so just under 200 bucks. Value from Andy, five out of five. Style, five out of five. They do look badass. Weight, three out of five. They are on the averagely heavy scale for when we're talking about weightlifting shoes, especially compared to the Ada Powers. Yeah, heavier than those. Yep. So three out of five, they're averagely heavy or light, depending on which which way you look at it. (laughs) Comfort, five out of five. Support, five out of five. Longevity, five out of five. Okay. Cons. Cons may... Cons may this use them, but who knows? <laughs> so if yeah. you read them in order, pros use uh, them. Pros. The list is long. The list is long, but most pros use them. Yes, check, check. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, great shoe, as as the review suggests, and as our injected commentary throughout the yeah. rest of this. Segment. I think we've said our pros and cons right. on the way to this one. That's it. Okay, <clears throat> now from Patrick Costello, three plus years of use. First impressions. Look badass. <laughs> there Most of the, quote, pros use them. <laughs> Competition soles. Great contact with ground. Very sturdy. Amount paid $140 US. Value, five. Style, five. Weight, four. Five being the lightest. Right. Comfort, five. Support, five. Longevity, five. So, pros. Oh. So let me explain my four out of five on the weight. Yes, they. Yes, I do agree that they are heavy, but I don't think that is a negative. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I give it a four. <laughs> it feels like you're wearing hooves, right. hooves, like a hooved animal. Right. It feels like you're, you have everything you need. Mm-hmm. Pros, badass looking shoe. <laughs> How many times can I say badass in one segment? <laughs> High quality design slash construction. All caps, 
stability <laughs> made from real leather two insoles yes switch them out cons heavier than most shoes sizing runs small mm-hmm. now d- did you buy your first pair and say oh I messed up. Wrong size. Well, I tried them on at the Nike booth because they're, they're always at uh, some of these national meets or now regional meets with the AO series. Um, so I, ha- I was fortunate enough to try them on before I bought them. Um, and I, my normal size in Nike, I believe my Metcons are 9.5, 9.5 US. And I tried the 9.5s in the Romaleos, and they were just a little too big, so I wear a 9.0 US um, men's. So no, I do a ten and a half in both Adidas and Nike. Do you? My everyday Adidas rock stars are ten and a half. <laughs> uh, or is it superstars? I really don't know. I've been wearing the same oh, shoe for like normal ten shoe. years. Oh yeah, I, I remember those. I used to have a pair of those a long, long time ago. Those in the Sambas. Remember those? Yeah, I used, that's that was my other shoe. That's actually what I lifted in before I bought my first pair of VS Athletic shoes. Um, oh but, my god but the that's the other pair of vs athletics yeah oh you want to talk about this i have those, those? On, i do have those on the original list and ristos <coughs> ristos yeah. was my first shoe. oh yeah but real quick on the the romaleo twos the two things we mentioned but haven't really dived into so there were two versions of the twos there's like an early release version and then there was a later version and the only difference that i can think that i can find on them is the strap length so that first top strap you mentioned that you cut both of yours on the on yeah on your shoes I did not, and I have the first version that I'm still on, and they kind of like rub the floor because yep. they're just a Couldn't little stand. too long. Uh, but I have not cut them just because I don't want to get rid of that little metal piece on the That's end because cool. it's very but stylish. The, the thing is, like, I'd walk around like I had spurs on, right? Clack, yeah. And then I was worried maybe it flip under my shoe and I when you hit a slip, jerk. yeah. Um, but the second version, so I own three pairs of these shoes. I have a black pair, which are the first versions, which I still wear. I bought those in 2015. And I have the red, white, and blue ones, and I have the laser blue ones. Lasers. And, uh, the the laser blue and the red, white, and blue are the second version. And they have that shorter version of the strap, which it, that's what they changed on that. So it doesn't mm. it doesn't rub the ground. <clears throat> Secondly, is the two versions of the insoles. They come with a they call it a competition and a training insole. Uh, I I call them the arch support or the flat foot shoe. Um, one is totally flat. The other is very contoured, and it's a little bit heavier too because it's, it's made of way like, more solid. Yeah, like hard plastic, denser but, material. Yeah, but it's it's curved to fit like the the arch of your foot. Um, and I love those, and I train with those in all the time. Um, I've not even touched the flat ones, so I used to take those pro insoles and just slap stuff with them, <laughs> make loud noises. Oh, the hard ones. Yeah. yeah. Oh man. Pow. Yeah, they are tough. Um, but yeah, I mean, Romeo too. There's, there's not much more we can say about him. I mean, the, like I said, the list goes on and on. Yep. But as you can see on the world stage and anywhere, like nationals, uh, down to the regional and local level, ev- like they're everywhere. Everyone uses the twos, and, the, and it's unfortunate that you can't really find them anymore. Uh, I really, really hope that they come back. But if they don't, that's why I bought two more yeah. shoes. <laughs> if you can get a pair now, hang on to them. Yeah. So I have two more shoes that I haven't even touched um, until the time comes. So. Uh, the Ristos that I have was my very ever, ever first pair, mm-hmm. or very first pair ever. Okay, let's, <laughs> let's pull these up here. They were—I didn't know what to expect. Uh, they were a little loose on me. I think I got the wrong size, so I had them laces really cranked down, the strap all the way strapped over. Uh, that was my journey into becoming flexible enough to squat. So the heel wasn't enough. It was still a three-quarter-inch heel, but I had a uh, shoe guy down at West Shore Mall here in Tampa tack on a another quarter inch on the heel oh yeah and that helped a lot that gave me 
a little more helped me get in the right <coughs> positions and depth. Uh, other than that, it was just my first shoe, and it did look kind of goofy. It looked a lot like a bowling shoe. Yeah. Uh, that was the main comment I got. Like, man, I thought that you were over here wearing bowling shoes, man. <laughs> no, it's a weightlifting shoe. What's that? I mean, just looking at them, the, just for the, uh, by the size of gosh, the strap. find the ones. I know they have a couple different It was the kind that I'm had, like, sure. two sides. This is it right here. These ones? Yeah, with the lines on the side. Oh, I see. But just, okay, these look a lot. Yeah, they look a lot like your Adidas ones, that you, the normal shoes that you wear. Uh, but just looking at some of these other models with this super wide strap, it those looks look like, like <laughs> those, look, those look terrible. Um, but it looks like uh, what the position was modeled after with this gigantic wide yeah, strap. strap you know? Looks like a cow tongue. Yeah. So I mean, were they stable? Or were they? I mean, I don't. Yeah, I never fell. Yeah. Except for <laughs> when I couldn't get out of a clean with two twenty-five <laughs> pounds, and I fell backwards, and my elbows hit, and I sprained both my wrists. And oh, jeez! It rolled off the edge of the platform and landed on my neck. Oh man! But that wasn't the shoe's fault. No, that Us was my user <laughs> error. <laughs> I was like, uh oh. Oh man! That was not a fun day. Um. Uh. What else? Okay, those shoes. Uh, I upgraded to the Adidas ones, the orangeies. Yeah. And I gave those shoes to a kid named Brian, who would have been a super heavy. And uh, everything that those shoes benefited me for benefited him too. The extra heel height, um, it was too big on me, but it fit him perfect. So he has them now wherever he may be. Yeah. I hope he still has them. Uh, so they served a purpose. Yeah. Oh, so you don't have them anymore? Nope. And they came with a custom bag too, didn't they? I think so. Yeah. I know they're big on being handcrafted and... They came in a custom bag. They certainly were like neat. That. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. Uh, okay. So final final shoe. I know we've <laughs> saved the best for last of the Romaleo 2s, but now we're, we struck uh, struck a chord down memory lane, uh, one with the Ristos and two with the VS Athletics weightlifting shoe. <clears throat> VS Athletics is like a, like a sports company or whatever, and they make like sports equipment and stuff. Uh, but they had a version of a weightlifting shoe, which is the first one that I bought when I first got started um, probably about 10 or so years ago. Um, <clears throat> these I bought for seventy nine ninety nine at the time well, with shipping included. And this is a dual leather strap and the whole body of the shoe was leather. Also wooden, they say wooden heel, right? Quote unquote. Baloney. <clears throat> yeah. And, and hey, this is what I wrote. And this is actually from an original article I wrote on our website oh, uh, from, uh, October 21 of 2014. Um, so I'd had these shoes for. Uh, oh no! Well, I don't know. It'd been I've been through that was your couple. first pair, yeah. It, but I had these way before I wrote uh, this article. Um, so first impressions: This is my first pair of weightlifting shoes. They're an enormous upgrade from my Adidas Sambas that I had <laughs> pre previously <laughs> lifting in. The heels feel solid, and there was a good amount of flexion on the rubber soles. The leather was rigid and hugged my foot quite well. The weight of the shoe was light, and double strap allowed it to secure my foot into place. And these are not opposing straps; they go in the same direction. Right. Uh, pros, affordable, great starter shoe, and solid heel. Uh, cons, the weather uh, I'm sorry, the, the leather seemed to wear fast and doesn't hold up its rigidity. So even though it is a leather shoe, uh, I guess it loosened up over time. I still have the left shoe of these. I tossed the right one, but the left one was signed by Glenn Pendley <laughs> from way back <laughs> a long time ago. And I have a pair of Pendley Do Wins that are signed by Donnie yep, Shankle. Speaking of Pendley Do Pendley. Yeah. Uh, Rest in peace. But the Dewins classic shoe. <coughs> Talk to anybody who started weightlifting 2010 mm -hmm. or ish. Yeah. And they no doubt had a pair. Yeah. And there's a, yeah, back down uh, memory lane again. 
but yeah, I had a pair of these and those were signed by Donnie Shankle. So I saved the right shoe of those and those are downstairs. I'll always hang on to those just for keepsake. Keepsaking. Yep. <laughs> but that is, that's, that's our list shoe. of shoes. Yeah. I know we, uh, where are we at? An hour and 11 minutes? That's not bad. Let's keep going. Yeah, for sure. Um, any any other comments about shoes? Any? Not off the top of my head. I mean, no. I think we said it all. If you're, cons- if you're considering any type of, of longevity in the sport of weightlifting or strength sports, get a pair of weightlifting shoes. Get a even, pair. Even if you just squat. Mm-hmm. Um, they will help you immensely just with uh, many things. Injury Posi- prevention. Right, exactly. Position power transfer it's just you don't want to try to squat in nike freeze it's just atrocious you just you just don't have the support don't do it folks right um well with that being said this brings us to our man another main topic weightlifting news and pop culture so Starring right Patrick Costello. <laughs> let's go down into the field and talk about what is hot in the world of USA Weightlifting right now. Hey, I'm out here in the field, and we're looking at the AO finals being moved to Atlanta in 2020. This just <laughs> in from USA Weightlifting. Uh, announced on October 10th, 2019. We're a little behind the curve here, folks. Let me see the article here. If I could just... Oh, I'm losing you here. Oh, okay. The USA Weightlifting selected Atlanta's airport district to host the 2020 Nike USA Weightlifting American Open Finals, powered by Rogue Fitness, December 3 through 6, 2020, a year from now. The Georgia International Convention Center will serve as the competition venue for the competition. Should I do a news voice? Oh, absolutely. USA Weightlifting returns to the Atlanta Airport District for a second time in three years, having also hosted the 2017 National Youth Championships at the venue that was and the my same question. hotels. Yeah. The venue is on the Atlanta Hartsfield Jackson Atlanta Airport. I can't read what like. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Uh, let's see here. Pedro Maloney says, We've been trying to return to Atlanta since the moment of the 2017 Youth Nationals finished up. The availability of a big weightlifting community in Georgia and almost an unbeatable location of the venue and hotels for convenient access to our members makes this a winning combination to bring the 2020 American Open Finals. Our thanks to the Georgia local weightlifting community for supporting the volunteers to this event. Back to you, Patrick. Yeah, that's great. Uh, you were, were you at youth that year in 17? Yes. Yeah, that was a cool That was a cool venue. That was when they were still doing the custom logos for the events, mm-hmm. and they had an airplane. Yeah, that was that was five five platforms, if I remember, youth, youth no, in 2017. It was four. Four? Okay. The first five was Vegas, baby, Vegas. Oh, got you. Four platforms. That was one of the first with four. Yeah. And that's when we first debuted my remote camera system and the VIP photography. Nice. Holy crap, what a weekend. So I guess we're going back to Atlanta. So we'll we'll be there. What's that? December. That's where they had the Olympics. I can't wait for Pyrrhus to be back there to relive some memories from the <laughs> Atlanta Games. That's it. Okay. So next up on weightlifting news, uh, in in USA Weightlifting's latest newsletter, they mentioned they're switching away from the web point system to a system called BARS. B A R S. What the heck does that stand for? That stands for Barbell Administration and Results System, a new membership platform that will replace the web point system. BARS will be a custom configuration of the Sport 80 platform, the company's flagship system already in use by more than 40 governing bodies of the sport of sports worldwide. This custom configuration will ensure that USA Weightlifting benefits from a system form a system that aligns with the needs of the organization and its members. And some of the functionality it will include will be 
membership registration, event sanctioning, event registration, club registration, coaching education, elite performance, results and tracking, safe sport, background screening, and the list goes on and on and on. Um, so, uh, you know, hopefully it's it's a great, great system. I, I know I, I've had no complaints with WebPoint. Uh, I don't know how to use any of it. Really? Uh, I think as it's, long as I know it can get to my USAW number. <laughs> I just want to be able to say uh, how many people are registered. I think they already switched over. Really? Uh, I, well, I know they're they were working on WebPoint to to bring in like event registration and stuff like that, which was was very new. I think at the beginning of last year. So it looks like they're swapping to an entirely different system. Um, but it, were, do you remember Hangastar? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's. It sounds like a charity. Right, but that was the system before before WebPoint was around. Um, but I don't know that many many people remember that. But that was that was kind of bad. I mean, that didn't have a ton of functionality. But no, it was definitely an upgrade from that to WebPoint. And yeah. Hopefully, this will be an upgrade as well. Exactly. So streamlined. Probably look what for language the, it's written in. Hmm. Let's see. Coding language. I don't see a release date coming out, but I guess look for that in the next uh, at least the next six months. I would assume if they're talking about it now. I, I think it's out already. Oh. Because I went to look at the registrations for. Uh, something and it looked different than mm. normal well Maybe that's not. that's <laughs> all we have uh for weightlifting news uh, we didn't dig too deep but that, i felt those were those were two uh pretty important things coming up all right moving on next topic what do we got next we've got get technical so we're going to talk about <laughs> how to get technical <laughs> with the list <laughs> oh my god could you play it again? I love it. Uh, we still got we still got uh, breaking oh, news gonna, going. It's oh well, auto replay. Oh, it's gonna go to the next one. <laughs> it's all good. There, I got it. Okay. Oh, anyway, so get technical. Get technical. Uh, we did this in episode two, I believe. We used yes. to do this segment on on Instagram where we post a video, where it's a video analysis and 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 whatever through coach's eye, where we talk through a problem and how to fix it. But today, our topic is dip and drive in. The jerk. Oh yeah. So we all, the, you know, we all do the jerk, and we all know that it is probably the hardest of the three, at least in technicality. It's the last right? thing you do before you win. <laughs> exactly. Which, what's the quote? It's like, uh, anyone can snatch or clean, but only champions can jerk. Correct. So and, and make the lift. Yeah, and and it all comes down to the. It doesn't matter how much you can clean. It comes down to how much you can jerk. Right. Oh, clean and jerk. <laughs> exactly. So should, most times it's called a jerk. So go ahead and do a jerk. Yeah. On the floor, yes, idiot. <laughs> but for for just to talk through it, so when you finish the clean, you stand up. It has to be a distinct and clear pause between the clean and the jerk before you start uh, the next movement. And what we have is a a controlled dip and then a drive through with the legs to launch the bar off of the shoulders, and then we end in a split or power or squat position or right. a splat or or a splat jerk. Uh, as Kendrick Ferris did a couple years ago, <laughs> he coined that Pretty phrase. Pretty wild. He did it in Salt Lake City Olympic Trials. Yeah. No one saw it coming, except you, because you could see him from well, where you were sitting. Well, it was funny because he was warming up with the split, like a perfect split jerk, um, and then huh. went to power and then splotted for the last yep. couple. His first attempt on the platform, we were go. <gasps> yeah. So dip and drive. Let's talk about, let's separate the dip and drive into two things. So we'll talk about the dip first and the drive second, and then maybe how to put them together. Mm -hmm. uh, but dip, I mean, you're, the jerk is your area of expertise for sure. I'm, Andy, I'm pretty good at it. Andy's got uh, a lights out jerk. Well, you want to know why? Because I put a lot of time into dip and drive. There you go. And foot placement, but yep. also dip and drive. Mm -hmm. um, if you ever seen a Smith machine, 
and it goes up and down on rails, that's how your upper body needs to be. Mm. You can't have any leaning forward and back. Yeah. You got to be like like you're on a sliding system going up and down a vertical downward movement thing. Yeah. I don't know how to hammer this into you enough. <laughs> so basically, we're when we're looking at a side view of a lifter and they're standing with a weight on their chest. We don't want to see any forward pitch of the torso. We don't want to see uh, hips sliding back either, or like you're like you're sitting down into a low bar back squat. Like that is that's just no good for weightlifting no. in general. Um, but as Eddie was saying, if you look at a side view, you should see a straight line of the torso moving. And so if the hip is on, t- the shoulders are stacked on top of the hip, which is stacked on top of the ankle, that whole system will remain in a straight line the entire and time. Not only that, your elbows, shoulders are not going to move. You're not going to dip your elbows and start gripping the bar, getting ready to throw it overhead because you're not throwing it with your arms. You're catching it with your arms. Yeah. Your arms push you under in the jerk. Your shoulders and body is what moves the bar up. Yeah, and and especially with the dip. Uh, the dip is pretty crucial because that's what starts the entire the entire thing. Mm-hmm. So one, And I know there's a sudden rush of fear when you stand up with a clean. You're like, oh, shit, I'm only halfway through this thing. It's I'm really heavy, and now I have to put... 100% of effort into this super difficult thing after I did this super heavy thing. Um, but the dip is crucial because <clears throat> a lot can go wrong in the dip, right? Uh, we look at it specifically as the dip is the control portion and, and the drive, you have to exercise control, but it has to be the explosive portion is the drive. <clears throat> you can't be explosive in the dip. If you go too fast in the dip, you get out of position. Uh, the weight will separate for the bar will separate from your shoulders. Uh, just because of uh, inertia, if it's not moving and you move abruptly, it's going to stay where it's at for a split second until it generates uh, a little bit of movement and it's going to just smack you in the shoulders. And by that time, it's it's over. <laughs> you know, it's done. Um, you will smooth. see uh, a few lifters. Uh, Lydia Valentin is one where she has a really, really short, really dip. short, quick dip. And you see her use the like flex of the bar. Yeah, the oscillate the bar around her body to kind of spring it up. But most people do not have the proper timing uh, necessary to do that or at least the 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 concept of how to do that she's got such a good rack position she can do that too yeah for sure she's not holding it with her hands her hands are there on the bar getting ready Mm -hmm. for stage two getting under yeah but dip i always say is the is the control portion drive is the explosive portion so we come through the dip and now we drive a good drill you can do uh take your foam roller Put it against your back. Put your back against the foam roller, against the wall. Go up and down. Mm-hmm. You're going to go up and down, rolling up and down. Yeah. Or go in the Smith machine or put a PVC in a doorway. Yeah, or like practice one, of those, that. one of those big Swiss balls, too, you could probably yeah. use. <coughs> oh, Excuse guy. me. Oh, man, I know this allergy thing. is. I made it I made it this far, and it's, it's starting to catch up with me now. Uh, but the drive portion, once we get through the control of the dip and drive, now we have uh, the dip. Now we have to reverse direction. And now drive everything up, right? So now we're essentially like jumping. Still with your body. Right. But we're still maintaining that vertical line that you were talking about. Um, But now we're putting all of our effort into driving through the floor or jumping straight up or just unloading the barbell from our shoulders. Best thing you can do is practice push presses Mm -hmm. over and over and over to get your dip and drive just right. You got to do push presses to the point where you don't think you can do another one. Yeah. I'm talking like eight... to 10 to 12 reps with oh, wow. maybe 70, 80% of your max. Yeah. And just keep going to the point where any mistake or flaw you're having in your early reps is going to be blaringly obvious in your last few reps and you won't make the lift. 
Yeah, push press is a is a great transfer over. Um, I personally started doing those way more lately. Not that I train a whole lot, but recently I've started to try and ramp back into training. But my overhead has always been questionable. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah flip a coiny type. Yeah, not to talk about it. No, 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 it's fine. Yeah, I'm not. I'm my least consistent movement is the jerk. Um, we were never really worried about your cleans. Yeah, <laughs> like, so you stand up a clean like already got it. But yeah. You st- all right, now jerk it. Like I could probably, and I've never cleaned more than I could feasibly jerk because I always did them together. Mm-hmm. Um, but I probably could clean more than I could jerk if I actually like went for it, um, which is a terrible problem to have. We have people like uh, Rachel Moore comes to mind. Where it's, uh, no matter, she kind of grinded through cleans, but no matter what she stood up with, yep. she could jerk. Ariel is very, very much like that. I haven't seen her miss a jerk in since 2017. Gosh, yeah. AO uh, finals in Orlando was the last time she missed a jerk is crazy um yeah, jerking's <laughs> tough it's definitely something you can't put on the back burner or yeah. just hope you get right or maybe i'll put an hour of work towards it mm-hmm. it's something you gotta put in just as much time as the snatch and, and clean right think of it as the third movement even though it's only two lifts hmm. it's one plus two yeah snatch plus clean and jerk but yeah super super complicated even though the bar moves the least amount of distance of the three lifts um but a lot can go wrong in the dip. A lot can go wrong in the drive. Uh, and then I guess we have landing too now, huh? Mm-hmm. So a lot of split drills uh, could come into play. Um, I know there's stuff like, what do they call those? Jerk balances and tall jerks and all kinds of stuff. All this stuff. Yeah. I, I think the most basic thing you can do is put your lines on the floor. <laughs> yeah. And do it without a bar. Yep. Do it without looking. Well, you can look at first. Just start hitting your lines perfectly. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about not off by an inch or two. I mean, your foot is right where it's supposed to be. Yeah. That counts as one. Do 10 in a row. Perfect. You mess up, start back at one. Yeah. It might take you half an hour. For sure. But I guarantee you're going to start to get it. You do that every day, every time you train, it's, it's going to add up. Yeah. You got to do it to the point where it's like 10,000 reps. You get sick of it and then you do it way more. And then to the point where it's just muscle memory, you know, yep. you, you do it as, as, as unconsciously as breathing. <laughs> Gee whiz! <laughs> it uh, makes but, a difference. It makes I, a huge difference because you can do it without thinking. It's one less thing you have to think about. Yeah, which I'll I'll post something in the show notes here too about I I have a photo of, uh, I think it's an article on the website. I know I put it in my mentorship uh, manual where it's like uh, a, a four a, a square with four grid four squares a four grid, a grid square. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Um, <laughs> you start in the middle and you split to the corners. Um, so it gives you that visible target to aim for, like you were talking about, mm-hmm. but I'll post a picture of that so people can see what we're, what we're referring to. Um, yeah, that is, uh, that's, that's all I can drive. It, it, it's just something you really got to work on. That's what I'll leave you with. Yeah. Not you. I'm saying you, everybody <coughs> don't take it for granted. Yeah. It's not going to be there if you don't put it there being the dip and drive yeah i can't hope it's there yeah that's that's my approach and it doesn't work (laughs) 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 Um, for me personally (laughs) um but control the dip explode the drive uh and one thing you can do also to to drive home that balance is pause jerks so pause in the bottom of the dip and then drive through after pausing for a couple seconds but as andy said to push presses direct correlation yeah here's something to try also in a good uh, exercise 10 push presses 80 percent and then, <laughs> and then, a jerk. then do a jerk. This is not <laughs> off the blocks. You're right. going to take it off the rack, 10 up and down, yep. then do a jerk or yeah. five heavy push presses, maybe 90%. Yeah. I and like then do a jerk or two. Uh, see, see how that goes. And you'll see where, uh, how a dip and drive and a jerk works. Yep. 
yeah, you'll feel you'll feel if you're out of place. You'll feel if you're pushing it. Uh, but yeah, I like complexes like that where it's like a, a three push press plus two jerk or something like, or even a higher like five plus one, or even a three front squat plus a jerk. Yep, something like that's that. That's also tough. Uh, tire your legs out a little bit. Get you out of breath. Yeah. So there's plenty of things you can do. It just depends on what you need. But the dip and drive super crucial. I think I found a good exercise to help with breathing in the front rack position. Yeah. And I <laughs> I did a workout Friday with the CrossFit crew at lunch. I told you about this off mic, but I think it's a game changer. I've never tried it. I've never thought of it before. We were doing farmer's carries with kettlebells, (laughs) one on each hand, or just carrying one. I was like, well, I don't want to be (coughs) off balance. I'm going to carry two. So I grabbed two 70-pounders and did a little farmer's carry. Well, that's that's not tragically hard. I can do that. No problem. I was like, well, I'm going to try it in the front rack, the kettlebell front rack. Oof. With both? Yep. I cleaned them both, did the swing with both put them up in the front rack they're sitting my fingers are kind of interlocked yeah with both handles and they're sitting right on my chest my shoulders weren't holding any weight up so all the weights on my chest oh, and st- started walking and i wanted it to be a midsection thing too and yeah holy crap it is <laughs> okay the first half was about 15 second walk out and then the walk back is when it really hit yikes and dude trying to breathe with 140 pounds sitting directly in your chest and when you're already starting to get a little tired in the midsection, <laughs> and, you start you start leaning back now. It's more on your chest. Yeah, I was it gonna is say and, really difficult. And trying to stay upright at the same time, yeah. and trying to walk, and trying to stabilize. I highly recommend if it's your first time, maybe try like forty or fifty pound kettlebells. Yeah, just whatever. Just go take a walk. Walk <laughs> to the end of the gym and back. And man, I'm t- you're gonna feel it in your rib cage and yeah. your breathing muscles. And but on your chest, not on your at your side. Right. Like this is in the kettlebell series. front rack position, and you're not gonna have your elbows high. <laughs> supporting the weight you're going to have the your arms against your torso and the kettlebells resting in the nook yeah. of your forearm maybe i'll try that monday as we a should take up. a picture yeah <laughs> oh i'm telling you man it's, it's something yeah it really blew me away i was like okay that's just every bit harder than i thought it'd be <laughs> well we'll do this a lot more then <laughs> i think it's going to be a little game changer nice if you want to incorporate it let's get some results yeah let's, let's see call we'll, it, we'll get some data yeah keep resulting keep yeah keep keep trying um well, that was get technical, dip and drive with a jerk. Uh, obviously, if you guys have any any topics you want us to talk about, there is a contact form on our on our website for specifically for the podcast. Uh, so keeppulling.com, and you can find KP Podcasts in the in the website menu. And then there's a contact form at the end of this of the Nothing's page. off topic. Right, right. We'll talk about talk about anything you want that's related to weightlifting. Um, or shoot him or a, shoot, shoot us a message on Instagram at Keep Pulling or at Lifting Life, and we'll we'll talk about it on the show. Sometimes I'll do an all call where it's like, hey, type type something in the box that you want us to talk about, whatever. And you know, I didn't do that this time, so uh, well, we, we have plenty to talk about with the shoes. Yeah, for sure. All right, the main topic next event right, yes. coming up: AO Finals in Salt Lake City. That's in December, the first week of December. I think it's three to five. Yep, September five through eight. Or I'm sorry, December. My goodness, <laughs> uh, five through eight. AO Finals, Salt Lake City, Salt Utah. Salt Lake City, Utah, yeah. at the Salt Lake Palace. The Salt, Salt Palace. Salt Palace. The yeah. Calvin L. Rampton Salt Palace. Yeah, which is cool. Last time we were there, they had the whole. I, I think they have a, an Olympic museum there. Yes. Well, they had it on display for the <coughs> Olympic trials. For the Olympic it's trials, not normally yeah. there. So I went there for uh, the Masters Open. Okay. They, they did not have it. Yeah. So last time I was there personally, well, that was, was Masters Nationals. 16. And you were there in, uh, last year for Nationals, right? Masters yeah. Nationals. Two years in a row. One was the Open Masters. Okay. And the other was Nationals. Okay. And they were in different places in the convention center. And then we're going back there for this. It should be in the main area. Nice. Uh, also next for me is the 
Howard Cohen American Masters Open, which is next week. Is it? Uh, uh, yeah. Oh no, this coming two weeks. <clears throat> oh no, it's yeah, the two second weeks. Sorry. today. Yeah, yeah, no, the third. <coughs> so that is from Wednesday the fifteenth to Sunday the seventeenth. Cool. And I'll be live streaming that. It's really four days of competition, Thursday through Sunday. Live streaming, photos, videos. Washington State, you said? Washington State. Cool. Seattle. See you there. <laughs> uh, local events we got coming up. Well, we just had the meetup. So that was last this past Saturday, which was, was awesome. awesome. A good, a great success. Yeah, um, yes, very good. And then we have a lot of holidays coming up. So Thanksgiving. So have fun getting fat and happy, everybody. I know I will be. I have a turkey drawn on my on my calendar here. That's what that is. Oh yeah, <laughs> with a big fat turkey leg. Uh, Salt Lake City will be there. Uh, we got a couple athletes going out there, and we have the Holiday Cup in Bradenton, hosted by none other than Rich Lansky down there. Uh, this is, this should be the twentieth year, I think. Hokey smokes, Bo yeah. Winkle. Yeah, we've done it. We've done it every year, and it's a fun little meet. Uh, and you're gonna hear it here first, uh, folks. We have sanctioned Tampa Bay. Spring Classic 3, that's coming April. In April. Yes, I don't have, I only have the quarters here, so I don't have next quarter. That's all right. Year. In April. But coming it's Easter. Soon. It is Easter weekend. It's the Saturday before uh, Easter Sunday. So we'll be okay. at the Dunedin Community Center again, partnered with Wad Wars uh, again. So we'll have the inside auditorium for the, comp- the weightlifting competition. Outside will be the CrossFit competition. Totally separate. But we've been partnered for the past couple of years, uh, and it works out pretty well. It works out great. Yeah. Especially when it rains because everybody comes inside and watches our That's right. Too. And we have the air conditioning. We have the shelter. <laughs> we, have we got the jams. <coughs> we got the Cora. Yep. Well, we always got the sponsors. Right. So come Shout on inside. The sponsors. Come on inside and check out the AC and the, and the stuff that the, these guys have on the inside. Uh, I don't foresee doing another meetup for the rest of the year. Um Oh, I thought you said maybe one in December. Maybe December. I just we have to figure out weekend and and travel and all that stuff. Uh, but definitely first part of the year, probably in January before. Um, we want to get this nice weather. Yeah, while we can. Today was nice. Yeah, mm. for sure. Uh, semi-related. Uh, they were doing a uh, call for reapplications for the uh, community development training sites. So that that application process closed on the thirty first. So we should be hearing back. Uh, this week, I think, uh, start the next round of interview processes, and hopefully we'll get it again. Outstanding. So we'll give it a shot. We did apply again, and, you know, that'd be awesome to have it two years in a row. Well, I'll put it this way. You haven't gotten worse, and you haven't stayed the same. <laughs> You've only gotten better. <laughs> yeah. Why we, wouldn't? We've added a couple of things since last year, which we, you know, we had to submit a couple of essays on that uh, application right. process kind of thing. So Copy-paste. Yeah. Well, for some of it was. <laughs> But we changed a little bit, and you know, all of our programs change over time too. So we had some differences right. and new programs and all that stuff too. But some of it was like, oh yeah, we still do this too. So oh, I don't have to type it. Cool. <laughs> but, do we have outro music? Uh, I was just gonna put on our intro. Oh, the intro. Yeah. So we played reversed. Uh, maybe we'll hear right, like we're Satan talking, like what's <laughs> <laughs> a stairway to heaven, right? <laughs> so <laughs> that was. Uh, episode three episode five. no this is four four <laughs> this is episode four of the keep pulling podcast 
Uh, we talked about weightlifting shoes. We talked about current events. We talked about a lot of stuff. So we hope you enjoyed it. Uh, Patrick Costello is me. Andy Blada is me. So uh, anything you'd like to hear about, shoot us a message. We are at Keep Pulling on Instagram, at Keep Pulling, or I'm sorry, at Lifting Life on Instagram also. Uh, you can find us on Facebook as well or through our website, keeppulling.com slash KP podcast and you'll find everything you need to know about the podcast previous episodes uh, contact forms anything else you'd like to know so that well, was thanks for listening yeah, and we'll you. see here's the end soon there's that drop play me out keyboard cat <laughs>